Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. The hardships and the challenges that all of us are feeling Spirit is feeling that. They're always wanting to provide some way of getting comfort to you, some way of creating some insight. Because as soon as you know the truth, as soon as you know what really is going on, it's so much easier. Challenges and hardship is really prevalent on people's mind. The stress is to the roof with so many people. What we want to do to start off is very similar to last week in the last class where we get a sheet of paper and make it a blank sheet of paper and very similar to last week, we want you to write down right now at this time, today's date of what is your biggest challenge that you're going through right now, the biggest hardship, the biggest things that you're trying to get past and it's not working. Whether it's a job that you don't really like, or whether it's a relationship you're in and you're just not sure, whether it's your health, that is just the biggest thing. And we just need one thing. We know there's probably going to be more. Right now, the biggest thing on your mind that you're trying to get past that would really ease up your energies a little bit. That's why we wanted you to write it. Because when you write something down on a sheet of paper, there's actually energy on that. So when you're writing something down that is of difficulty and is of hardship, that energy that was inside of you is coming out and going onto the sheet of paper. So after we are done this particular lesson, we need you to shred that piece of paper or burn it Write down the biggest challenges that you're going through right now and put little notes on there that is of meaningful to you that you want to just get off your chest. No one is going to be reading this. It's completely private. And that's why we want you to start looking at things from an energetic perspective. When it comes to hardship, Spirit wants you to realize that the reason for you, anything, is of difficulty or of hardship is because when we look at something that we have in our mind and what is you're experiencing right now is vastly different. For instance, if you really see yourself in a nice four-bedroom house, it's really difficult in a studio apartment that's on the top floor of a convenience store to try to be there because your present reality is so close to you. So the wider that is apart, the more stress that we are feeling because we want whatever it is that we want. And the stress that comes into play is that you feel that you have to do it. That you feel that you have to work those hours. Or that you have to, with your bare hands and with your mind, 
have to make this and manifest this. Because deep down inside of you, all of you know that you can do this without any of that. Your mind is here for survival. That's pretty much it. It's not here for insight. It's here to keep you safe. It's here so that it'll tell you, now is the time to eat. Now is the time to do whatever it is you need to do to keep yourself healthy. But your mind manifests only after your energies are okay with something. So the reason we can read a piece of paper and people wonder, and it isn't really a big mystery, because all of you can do it. It's just that this particular muscle, this energetic muscle, we're using it all the time. And it gets stronger. Those that only use it once a year, well, if you only can imagine if you only used your left hand once a year, how strong would it be? Always your right. Never do anything. Even when you're picking up a coffee cup, you use your other hand. And you only use your left hand once a year. Then you could see that that particular muscle is not being used. And when you put it side by side, it'll be half the size. Because the muscles are realizing, well, we're not being used. There's no reason for all this bulk. And so it adjusts. Your body will adjust according to what it's being used for. Very simple, from a muscular or from a, a physical perspective. The energetic perspective is much the same. In that perspective, the more you use something, you start to exude energy more. I gave the example a while back that the best day that I ever had in my business was when I worked the least. And it was a time where I had worked so much years before, and it was just at a point where I couldn't do any more, and I let go, and I says, you know what, whatever happens, happens. I have two days to come up with my mortgage. This is years ago. I have two days to come up with my mortgage. I barely have $10 in my pocket. I got to come up with $1,200 for the mortgage, and this was, again, back over 25 years ago. Uh, whatever happens, happens. We'll need more time, but I would rather not do that. And so I'll just let it happen. And in those two days, I came up with $1,210. Just people calling me out of the blue and, oh, by the way, Tony, I owe you $600. Oh, I thought I'd never see that again. I felt embarrassed. I didn't want to say anything. So here you go. And then in those two days, I had six. I had $1,200. says, how on earth did I do this? And it's when I just let it go and let, if I can use the word for those, I just let the universe sort of handle it. They know what I need. I just had to let go. And it's when you let go of the handlebars and assume someone else is going to be driving is when they'll take you to a different place. Maybe not where you think it's going to go, but it's always going to be something great. Everything has a vibration. And in these hard times that we're having, again, when you're looking at your present situation and it's really challenging, everything has an energy. And when we tap into that energy in some way, whether it be goal setting, I mean, we can do it from a logistical point of view. When people say, 
get a goal, write it down and live it, feel it, breathe it. That makes sense to that goal. But what you're really doing, Spirit is saying, is you're not living in the present moment. You're living somewhere in the future, whatever that is, in a different time where it is something that you want. And that is something that makes you happy. And when you live there, your present situation, even though it seems undetectable that it's changing, it is changing to some degree to move it to the direction in which you're focusing. Where the energy goes, that's where that flows. Where your focus is, is where that energy is always going. In one maneuver, when people come in and I move energy through someone's body, now this was before COVID, when people would lie on a massage table and I could see that there's a stagnant energy and then I would move that energy and then eventually bring it down their legs and out their feet. People would say, how did you do that? I can't move that energy. It's impossible to move that energy. But what I can do is make it so it's following whatever I'm doing, much like the carrot and the donkey. I can't move a thousand pound donkey. But if I had a four ounce carrot, I can take that anywhere I want and the donkey will follow willingly. And so it's a little bit like that. So your goal is that carrot and let that energy follow you wherever it's going to go. Getting out of your human perspective, yes, there's a lot of things that we do need to do humanly. No question. There is a portion of what we do humanly that is essential. If somebody wants to buy something, you have to write it up. Yes, you have to remit the taxes and all these other things. Absolutely. But in the very beginning, you don't have to talk to 50 people to get to two. Wouldn't it be nice just to talk to the two? And all that work of the 48 people, you almost eliminate. I'll give you a great example. Years ago, when I was in the moving business that just started, and we were really struggling. Uh, literally, we were living on pancakes, potatoes, hot dogs. I mean, <laughs> I was the only one working. And my goal was to be able to move into a home. We were living in a, like a small home, and it was, uh, it was an old home. And then we knew that it had uh, mold in it, and the kids were getting sick. And I could see that, okay, this is not going in the right direction. They brought in people to fix it, but really it's an old home. It's damp in the basement, and that's where the furnace is. And, you know, they're moving spores throughout the whole house. And I said, we got to move out of here. And I didn't have a dime to my name. And so the only reason at that time that my vision was, is for my kids, we're going to move out of here. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to move out of here. And I said, if we're going to move anyway, I want to move into a four-bedroom home with a little bit of land so the dogs can run around. I'd like a pool. It would be nice to have a pool. Would be nice to have lots of room where I have a little workshop, double car garage. And I had a list of all these things. If I'm going to move anyway, why would I move into another place where I might have to address something? I want to move into a, a home and actually buy it in some way. 
And the, the thought was so strong is that I was away from reality. In other words, all the people that would say, well, Tony, you're in your own business. You just started. There's no way that a bank is going to give you a mortgage. There's, you know, I didn't listen to any of those because all I could see was this home. That's all I could see. To the point where I was getting at that time, okay, honey, we need to go do some house shopping. House shopping. We don't, what do you mean house shopping? To move into, no, no, we're going to be buying a home. We need to house shop. And she looks at me, okay. I, I loved her in that way because she just followed whatever. She just knew the way I worked, eh? And okay, let's do some house shopping. It took us four hours to find a home. We went down one street. There was nothing. And we were just about to give up. My wife said, okay, we'll just head home. I says, no, uh, there's something here. We went up and down. We went around this cul-de-sac and then around another area and there was this one abandoned sort of road. It was Aston Station. It wasn't so much abandoned, but it was away from everything else. It says, I need to, we need to go down here for some reason. We went down one kilometer. On the left-hand side, there was a sign. For sale by owner. And I says, well, let's go in here. We couldn't see the house from the street. So we just can, did our S's and then we went around this tree and then saw the home. It was beautiful breathtaking nice long driveway double car garage and i can see from the side that we were coming in i can see there was a pool in the backyard and i says honey this is it and she says what are you talking about let's go in and have a chat knocked on the door and a guy opened up and uh i says i saw your sign and we just wanted to see if is it okay if we take a look at it we don't have an appointment so i'm really sorry no, 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 it's okay. It's all good. I just finished whatever I was going to do. And I was just sort of wondering what to do next. And then I heard a knock on the door. We took a look at the house. And of course, it was amazing. Master bedroom so big you can play football. I could put uh, literally three king-size beds in there and still get lost. And I says, okay, we need to talk. So I told him exactly what my position was and that we want to buy his home. And what I really want is that because of the way my banking situation is, we need to get him to finance his own home. And he says, generally, if anybody would have asked me to do that, I would have said no. But I'm getting a good feeling about you. Within half an hour, we worked out the numbers. I walked out of there, not a dime to my name. I kid you not. Not $10, and we bought a $250,000 home. And he says, as long as you can buy this home within two years, I'll finance you then, and I'll give you a recommendation to the bank in two years so that you can actually buy this home. Done. We, I went into the car, and then I asked my wife, what just happened? Because the human part of me said I didn't really do anything. Because if I were to tell you what I did and you were to replicate that, it wouldn't have happened. Only because my energy was way ahead of this and selected the owner. That's why I was getting the feeling to go at that particular time, at that particular day. And he says he doesn't do this to anybody because he's been sort of crossed before. 
but he's got a good feeling about me. And I says, universe is working on that. So all to say that if you look at things only from a human perspective, you're always going to find limits. You're always going to find dead ends. You're always going to find hardship, challenges. But when you just let all that go and just dream like wild and don't think about how you're going to do it, that's not your job. And in two years, we did buy that home. This is the end of Part 1, Hardship, Let the Universe Drive. Now go over to Part 2. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Stay.